Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back in Afternoons with Stevie. Great to have your company. And I think when we get to the end of the 2023, we'll look back on the year that was. And I think without any shadow of a doubt, in New Zealand, the biggest event will be the FIFA Women's World Cup. I feel like we don't know the wave um, of enthusiasm and engagement that's about to hit our shores uh, when we are hosting the FIFA Women's World Cup. I think there could be quite a few pinch-yourself moments. Um, stadium selling out. I mean, they've already had to move the one in Australia to accommodate the fans that want to get involved and want to get engaged in this. And then the sticking point that the tourism outfit of Saudi Arabia have jumped in and said they're going to be the the big sponsors of the FIFA Women's World Cup. And now I just thought that's kind of weird. Well, it's a bit more than weird. So we've got on the show, she's the founder of um, Team Heroine and she's just an amazing marketer of women's sport, working hard in that space. We had her on the show before. It's the only person I hate to get to talk about this. Rebecca Souden joins us. Uh, g'day, Rebecca. Thanks for having me, Steffi. It's it sits uneasy with me, and but I don't know enough about it all. This is why we've got you on, and I, I mentioned in the first hour, Rebecca, the, the atrocities to women in particular in Saudi Arabia. I don't even why, know why they're putting their hand up to sponsor a Women's World Cup. Is it smokescreen? What what is it, and mm-hmm. what's uneasy about it for you? Sure. Well, I I don't think you're alone there and feeling uneasy. I think. Uh, from everyone, from women's sports fans to the athletes themselves, to other sponsors, to the wider women's sports community, everyone's feeling a bit perplexed by this one, particularly with FIFA themselves. They've come out, they've separated the sponsorship rights from the World Cup. So, you know, it's provided such a great platform for genuine supporters of the women's game and, and champions of women's rights to come out and support World Cup. So you've seen the likes of Zero come on board. The Visa have been very supportive of the game. Combank, who have been great enthusiasts behind women's sports in Australia. So perfect opportunity to really align with a brand that's not only sits well, but also helping develop the game and really. So things come out has been very disappointing for the whole community. I think. Yes, there's no denying that there's been some progress in rights, um, particularly around women's football, but that doesn't automatically mean you can jump in at the opposite the spectrum and align yourself with a tournament who itself promotes themselves as champions of women, amplifying, celebrating women in this World Cup is creating a legacy not just for women's football, but gender equality in Australia. And I think in New Zealand government and football, New Zealand and Australia, pitch for this World Cup, their pitch documents were very heavy focus on gender equality and, you know, pioneers in the space with women getting the first vote and everything like that. So it's really blindsided a lot of stakeholders. It's the fact that it's just, I don't know what the figure is, but it is so much money 
that's made it awkward for FIFA because they love a bit of cash, do FIFA. And um, has that put people in awkward situations? And athletes too are getting to go to a FIFA Women's World Cup and some of them will be, I guess, being forced to um, unwantingly to turn a blind eye to this sponsorship situation. Yeah, exactly. I think women's uh, sport athletes, particularly, the soccer players out of the likes of the US, the Megan Rapinoe, the Alex Morgan, some of the fiercest proponents of women's rights and activists. So for them, you know, it's a real conflict and um, you, they're not going to stay silent on it. We've already seen on social media, been sharing petitions. Um, but yeah, it's very interesting times. And like you say, yes, of course, there's going to have to be a money element to this and that's why it's come about. But I think you know, the relationships they're keeping to that, you know, if they were serious about marketing the Women's World Cup in its own way, they'd be having conversations with the right brands and the right people. And if they're just going to sell off the Women's World Cup to the highest bidder, then they'll dismantle their sponsorship team and just auction it off to the highest bidder. Because in my eyes, brand partner sponsorship is all about alignment, two brands kind of sharing the same vision and values and working towards those together and like we've seen the likes of Zero Visa, Combank who are great fits but this is really a spanner in the works and we'll actually never know what kind of money was around the Women's World Cup because from my understanding it's a bundled deal with some of the men's events they don't separate out these line items to go oh that's generated X amount for the women's game we're going to you know spend that on the women's game so again it's just non-transparent in them not too sure what's going on behind the scenes here. Yeah, because I've thought of the two ways that FIFA could go, one of them being you take the money and you cop the fallout, all that sort of stuff, or you go to the Saudi government and say, look, no, we're, we're not prepared to do that. But it's it's not just telling Saudi, look, you're going to miss out on the FIFA Women's World Cup and those bundled things you're saying. But this is an opportunity for FIFA who have had corruption labelled at them, that uncovering FIFA documentary hasn't put them in a good light. Is this a really good opportunity to may, maybe find favour with football fans and sports fans around the globe to take a stance? Exactly. I mean, I think a game, particularly the women's game, it's different product to the men's, um, you know, a big fan group of LGBT supporters and women's rights supporters. It's very entrenched in the game. And like I said, from athletes to the fans, the women's sports community. So it's just misalignment in my eyes. And they really had an opportunity to create something special with this Women's World Cup. Like I said, get the right partners on board. You know, New Zealand, Australia, what great host to have um, really develop its own product. And I think this is just going to hurt all stakeholders involved. So even if they're looking at it as short-term financial investment, in the long term, I mean, as a sponsor, would you come on board or renew if at any stage you could be completely blindsided and sit along brands for a complete opposition to what you represent so if I was kind of a future sponsor very wary about you know looking to the Women's World Cup for sponsorship if this does go ahead and I think like I said the athletes they're going to be strong opponents of this it's going to create negative attention on Visit Saudi themselves, FIFA um, and hurt everyone really. There's going to be a really important role for senior players and teams. There's going to be a number of female football players making um, World Cup debuts. As I said, it's, this is like a life, a lifetime goal. Um, 
and within squads of I don't know many, how many players they'll bring, let's, let's call it 20 for ease of numbers, you've probably got four or five who don't give a toss. You're going to have four or five that are very passionate about where this, that sets them up. Now, you haven't been removed from the game for years and years and years. You, you were a football fern yourself. In that team yep. environment, how important to get team unity about a stance if you want to make a stance? Yeah, I mean, I think again, the, the women's football community is unique in that regard and that we see the US Association, um, as an example, have very strong unity. They've spoken out very highly on these issues and it's kind of hand in hand with their brand now and I think that's the case for a lot of other teams. And I think, like I said, you know, LGBT rights are a big component of a lot of these football teams world so you know you're saying even four or five might not care and four or five might be really passionate I actually think you know majority of the teams would actually be very passionate on this issue and saying that we've seen from the men's world cup you know it's for players to do too much outside of um you know hearing having their third and this is a career highlight for most of these players getting to come and play a world cup you know even if they did boy you know, we know FIFA probably aren't going to change their course of action. So I think it's more about people being as vocal as they can, creating as many headaches for FIFA um, that these kind of decisions aren't considered, you know, um, these missiles aren't really happening in the future and really put FIFA off doing these. So it'd be very interesting to see how this one plays out. And, um, yeah, we're all waiting kind of for official word from FIFA supposed sponsorship um, but yeah we're, we're yet to hear which is an interesting sign Yeah because we've heard Minister of Sport Grant Robertson saying not ideal I think we've heard similar out of Australia as well Who's who's got um, the most muscle to flex to get this mm-hmm. changed? Is it the players? I think you know the players are obviously at the heart of the game but um skin of things probably a little voice I think for me it's a game you know it all comes down to money and hit them where it hurts I think existing sponsors are you know if they have something contracts that you know these kind of situations where their fees get reduced or you know create uh, sponsorship puts them in jeopardy moving forward you know it's costing them tens of millions of dollars then they'll take notes so again likewise the tourism funding it if they kind of you know hit them with not penalties but ways to add extra costs and headaches I think that's when they feel it the most How do you how do you equate this you know I watch a lot of cycling on TV and I've just been watching the tour of Saudi Arabia and there's cyclists Mm -hmm. going through the live golf is attached to Saudi Arabia we see Mm -hmm. um, world heavyweight title fights we see UFC fights um, and yet it's the FIFA Women's World Cup getting the headlines. And, and people aren't, you know, it was the tour of Saudi Arabia. I didn't turn off because it was Saudi Arabia. I've actually never seen the countryside of Saudi Arabia, and it looked yep. magnificent. But all these sports are all interlinked with Saudi Arabia, motorsport, all sorts of things. Is this one making so much noise because it's the FIFA Women's World Cup? I think so. I think everyone knows the strategy around Saudi Arabia's government and their sports strategy. I think for most people, the gap on this one between the Women's World Cup and the issues around women's rights in the country and LGBT rights, which is so core of women's football, is 
just too big for most people to reconcile. And I think particularly disappointing when it's a great new opportunity, they've separated out the sponsorship rights of the Women's World Cup to get these sponsors and brands and partners on board that can push the game forward, push all these issues forward. So I think that's where everyone's finding it hard to reconcile. What's your best guess what might happen? Because, again, I'm not as educated in this space as you. I feel like, and I don't want to encumber them with a whole lot of pressure, I feel like it's got to be USA-led because they are the rock stars on the world stage and I'm not saying they're better people or better organised or anything like that, but these are the blue ribbon football players of the world at the US Women's National Team and they are strong. Yes, I mean, they're following alone. Alex Morgan, the star striker for the has got 10 million followers alone. And Megan Rapino is a voice that everyone looks to in terms of activism. So you're right, they have some very strong personalities. You know, the, the leaders in this area first to sign the US equal pay deal. So, yeah, I think you're right in terms of players and influences that people will be looking to the US and helping create the noise. Again, I think, um, you know, it has to be a lot of the... The partners who are already involved, the football, Australia's New Zealand government, the, the existing sponsors who are the ones with, you know, maybe the power to kind of change policy or investment levels around this that create the most uncomfortable situation. And, you know, I'd love to be on those calls when uh, FIFA may have to ring these sponsors <laughs> and say, oh, no, yeah, this deal is going ahead and what the reaction might be. So it's very interesting what plays out and... Yeah, I imagine the likes of FIFA right now are noticing all the pickup that has not only local but global attention, which is fantastic to drive the conversation. Um, and yeah, we haven't had a response from them yet, so I imagine they're either trying to work out a bit of crisis management plan in, in terms of how they communicate that, or they're trying to reshape some kind of deal with Visit Saudi just around the men's tournament. Again, you know, if the contract's already being signed, I imagine that's very hard to go back on, but yeah, it'll be very interesting. Quite a few conversations going on at the headquarters. Yeah, this story ain't finished, has it, Rebecca? It'll <laughs> <laughs> be very interesting to watch uh, this one unfold, that's for sure. Yeah, brilliant. Hey, really appreciate your time as always, Rebecca. Uh, enjoy the rest of your week. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me.